With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. My name is Andy, and this is the most magical podcast on earth. When I'm not on holiday at Walt Disney World, I'm planning a holiday to Disney. And when I'm not planning a holiday to Disney, I'm talking about Disney with other UK fans like me who make the trip to Orlando and the House of the Mouse. So whether you're a parks professional or a Florida first-timer, this is the podcast for you. Each episode, I'll be chatting to other Disney superfans to share memories of their magical times, answering your Walt Disney World questions, getting you all the latest news from the parks, and finding out what's happening right now in Orlando. So get your ears on as we take you to the most magical place on Earth. This is the most magical podcast on Earth as part of the Secret Recordings Network with brand new episodes every other week. So make sure you subscribe, however you're listening, whether it's on Apple or Spotify. If you'd like to be a podcast guest or you want to follow us and get all the latest news between each podcast, we're on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Is it still called Twitter? Whatever it's called, the X, whatever it's called, these threads. We're on that one as well. So uh, do give us a like, do give us a follow. We'll update news and things before then. And of course, if you want to be a podcast guest, I would love to chat to you. Give me a shout if you're maybe listening on the plane right now or in the airport, get ready to go to Disney World. Let's get you on when you get back. Give me a shout. Uh, We're going to speak to Lorenzo very soon with a brilliant story about his uh, most recent trip to Disney World. So his wife was taken not very well. She's fine now, but she wasn't very well just before they were due to fly over to Florida. So what did he do? We'll speak to Lorenzo very soon. And of course, we're answering your questions every episode of the podcast. If there's anything you want to know that can help with your planning, your trip planning, again, give me a shout on all the socials at PodMagical. Julie wants to know if we get a dinner reservation for the character dinner at Crystal Palace with Winnie the Pooh and friends. If we stay long enough, can we get a good seat to watch the fireworks from there? Simple answer to this, no. Uh, you can't really see... Well, you can actually. Yeah, I suppose you can see the, the the castle from there. But in terms of getting a firework view, I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, if you're going to pay all that, you might want to think about doing one of the dessert parties where you have the dessert after, so you watch the fireworks and do the one after. A bit more expensive than the character buffet. But again, if you want to meet the characters, I don't know, but in terms of a good seat and a good firework view from Crystal Palace, probably not the best place. Any questions? Give me a shout. And if, like Lorenzo, we're going to speak to now, you want to come on and chat about your Disney loves, get in touch. Time to chat to this week's episode guest. It's Lorenzo. How are you doing, Lorenzo? I'm very good. Yeah, good, thank you. Got the big question for you. You're on this podcast to talk about Disney World. Why do you love it so much? I just love the Disney bubble, the escapism, that your your biggest worry is your dining reservation. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I just feel like a, there's a magical energy, certainly about Magic Kingdom, where yeah. it just feels like you're in a different world. So when was the first time you went? Disney World, the first time, was actually... Um, my 12th birthday my parents woke me up in the middle of the night as a surprise um birthday present and flew me out to florida i'd been to paris lots of times as a family we'd been three four 
maybe quite a, quite a few times, but this was our first Florida trip. So they literally woke you up on your 12th birthday and went, right, pack your bags, we're going to Florida, we're going to Disney World now. That's it, yeah. It was more of a, sort. it turned out to be more of a Florida ho- holiday right. than a sort of Disney holiday. But we, yeah, we were at Disney. I was actually looking, at, it's a bit of a lost memory. I was looking through photos the other day and it was the 25th anniversary of the, the um, crazy cake castle. Oh, right. I never got the to see that. Sun. I only see pictures of it, but yes, the crazy yeah, cake so castle. a really good photo of me just standing in front of the castle and I thought, whoa, I didn't know that. <laughs> what else do you actually remember about that trip then? I, I remember sort of Florida. We went, we actually saw a space shuttle launch and it's all the things around it really. Like I say, it was more of a sort of a Florida holiday because we, I, I remember going in the cockpit of the Virgin Atlantic flight on the way over there. Oh, right. Birthday. Crazy. You wouldn't get away with that now. No, <laughs> not um, anymore. Ponderosa, the, um, those sort of bits. I, I remember um, my mum actually embarrassing me going on that that ride with the, I think it's now, it was, it became the Stitch ride where they, it was like a 4D cinema experience sort of thing where the alien would touch you on the, it would blow on your neck. And Terrifying. Yeah, and she was screaming and it was embarrassing. And yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, absolutely terrifying. And the Ponderosa, the Ponderosa Steakhouse. Oh, the first time I'd ever oh. been to an all you can eat. And wow, did I all, eat all I could. I remember the rumors went around school and kids that had been there and their main memory being, wow, oh, the Ponderosa. The Ponderosa, <laughs> you should see it. You can have pizza for breakfast. Yeah. And stuff like that. And, I just, yeah, remember feeling like King Henry VIII walking in there as a kid and seeing what you could actually eat for breakfast. It was incredible, yeah. And those are, like you said, they were the days before YouTube and podcasts when you didn't really know what to expect. It's just like people who've been, you come back and you talk about it. Yeah, you, 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 I certainly wasn't the first kid to go. So the picture you built up was from fellow kids at school in the playground hearing rumours and a lot of it untrue, but some of it, yeah, it's magical when, when you experience it. And now you go back with your own family. I've got, um, well, recently a nine-year-old and five-year-old. Their birthdays was in the space of the last few weeks. And um, uh, a one-year-old. So has the one-year-old so, been yet? Funnily enough, we we went last October. My, my wife, my three kids, um, booked in my two boys and my daughter. My wife got ill literally the day before leaving. Yeah. So we made a tough decision. She'd actually got pneumonia a few years ago in, in Florida and was treated really well. It looked like similar symptoms. So my, I took the boys on my own and left my wife and daughter at home. So, uh, yeah, just me and my two boys last time. So, no, the little one hasn't been yet. So there's a lot to unpack here. You made the tough decision to go without her, going, oh, well, we'll go anyway. We, we Me and the boys will go anyway. Yeah, so it was bittersweet. It probably was possibly the best holiday i've ever had but, <laughs> just to rub it uh, in i can tell you here she's not listening <laughs> not and, yet uh it was tough um the older one obviously he he, he felt it he missed his mum yeah um but at the same time we were so busy and uh they i could tell they had a, a good holiday because they really really suffered with the disney blues afterwards oh don't we all and this is like a proper boys yeah. trip then isn't it proper boys trip oh, so what yeah, did you do what? yeah we did what we wanted so it was it was good you know we were eating pizza in bed at you know one o'clock in the morning and stuff like that so 
few bits we couldn't get away with otherwise just to make it fun for the boys. Yeah, of course. And going back to a previous trip, you say your wife got pneumonia in Orlando. She did, yeah. We, when our firstborn was quite little, we took him at sort of 18 months. We don't mind taking the kids young. I think they love it. They, they, they experience it and, and enjoy it at any age, even if they can't remember it. But yeah, we went and my little one was, I think this was 2016, 17. And anyway, she got pneumonia probably seven or eight days into a two-week trip. And we ended up taking her to um, an incredible hospital, really well looked after. But a big tip of mine would be definitely, definitely get um, insurance. Yes. If we didn't have insurance, that would have been astronomical. She recovered quite quickly, actually. They really, really looked after her well. Lots of big tests and all this stuff. But she, she obviously, the tail end of the holiday was just ruined. How long was she uh, in for? She was in overnight. So she sort of lost two days from the park, at least, because, you know, she was a shadow of herself after that. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It was like history repeating itself. But before we left, you don't want, her, yeah. her subsequent trip. Don't want to be there. Yeah. And like you say, get travel, get good travel insurance. I did you see the bill? Did they sometimes give you the bill to give to your travel insurance? Would you know how much that would have cost for those two days in hospital? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was tens of thousands. Yeah. Of pounds. I think it was into over twenty thousand pounds because <sighs> they they're not shy of putting, you know give you an ECG, put you through the MRI, all this sort of stuff. And you think mm, do those symptoms match? But you know they're possibly they're trying to rack up the bill. I don't know, but. I have to say, the medical care was incredible over there. I should think so, for $20,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back with Lorenzo in just a moment. Just a quick little update um, for news coming from Disney Parks. Let me tell you about something if you're doing one of the UK cruises, by the way, because the Disney Dream is now in Europe. Maybe you've got one of the sailings over the next couple of months from Southampton. The Disney Dream have just revealed a brand new deck party uh, on select sailings if you are a music lover of all age uh, then you can join in with mickey's color spin dance party mickey and all his pals i think they spin a color and wherever it lands on and they'll do a dance something like that but that's if you're going on one of the uk cruises i'm guessing that's going to stay on the disney dream for uh, when it goes back to wherever it goes next after being in europe uh, over to disney world it's mostly food news that's come out since the last podcast we've got food news about mickey's not so scary halloween party First one of those in a couple of weeks, by the way. Yeah, gets to August, Halloween season. Uh, also, we've got the Food and Wine Festival at Epcot, which has just started over the last couple of days. And Trails End has reopened. Trails End over at uh, Wilderness Lodge is now a quick service restaurant. Uh, they've got a lot of new food there, including like the pizzas, uh, the usual meats like the chicken and the pulled pork, but also you can get the legendary strawberry shortcake. That's the dessert you get at the hoop de doo musical review, which is next door. If you don't want to go to hoop de doo you can actually get the strawberry shortcake if you just pop over to uh, Trails End, which is now open as a quick service. Anything else that's been going on, or will go on, between now and the next podcast, check us out on the socials. Pod Magical. Lorenzo on this episode of the podcast showing some Disney memories. We've heard about your wife having pneumonia at Disney World um, and then you going again without your wife because she was ill so you just went with the boys. What is your favourite memory from Disney World? Not involving um, hospitals. It, it's probably breakfast with Winnie the Pooh and friends because I, I just got such great memories of that. My wife was 
so happy. We've got some lovely videos and photos of that. And uh, my little boy, like little videos, silly little videos that mean so much to the family, like my little boy having his first taste of chocolate milkshake and giving us a cheeky little smile. And it was just not a bad thought, not a moment of stress, just pure happiness and joy. Uh, we love a character breakfast anyway, the Winnie the Pooh one. Certainly, the, it, I, I know it's back now, but we were looking back at that over COVID thinking, you know, that's the gold standard. If we get back to this, then life really will be back to normal. Life will be back to normal. So Crystal Palace is your favourite character buffet then, your favourite character restaurant? Yeah. Oh, along with Ohana though, I mean, uh, we do love a stitch breakfast and the, the pog juice and the, um, the honey butter for me is, is incredible. You sound like food is very important then when you go to Disney World. It is, yeah. The last time I went actually with my boys, I, I was there as a vegan. So I was vegan for three and a half years. And... Uh, that was difficult. Even at Disney, I would have thought it would have been easier at Disney because there's so many options. It, it was in in a way, but sort of you you so at a character breakfast they might say, um, you know, we'll oh don't worry, sweetheart, we'll do you a, a vegan option, and then they'll bring out and all they've done is remove the bacon, and then they're so polite and it's, but it's melted cheese all over it and, and the rest of it and. <laughs> Like, oh, okay. Ah, right. So they get, I get, they get the veggie thing. I don't know if they're quite there with the vegan. Certainly, quick dining and all that. And they, like you say, there is so many options. We just um, struggled with some of the sit-down meals and some of the the character dining stuff. Have you got a particular favourite restaurant? Would it be a character dining, or is there anywhere else? My boys love fish and chips, so we lo- we like ending up at the Rose and Crown. Yeah, and just having some fish and chips and sitting by the lake and uh, just having a quiet moment there. I'm on the last trip, actually, I, I left the boys for 30 seconds. I think I might have just gone over to the bin, came back. The little one sat in his buggy. He, uh, the duck had stolen his fish. And it was a big, uh, a big drama. Which duck, Donald or Daisy? <laughs> no, yeah, exactly, yeah. So they're, um, yeah, you've got some maybe cousins of those guys. Yeah, but, uh, always a good tip. It's very difficult to get to, but if you can get the restaurant dining at Rose and Crown for when the fireworks are on it's a particular menu and you get a really good seat out there. That's, that's a really difficult one to get because obviously they've only got a few tables every night, but that, well, that's a good one to get. Uh, what about places to stay? Are you an on-site or an off-site kind of person? On-site. And I think another tip would be, for, for me would be if, you, if you've got young kids, it's worth paying a bit extra and going on-site because we, with the family, we went as a, as a wider family with my sisters and and nieces and nephews and there was there was loads of us and we we stayed out in a villa and we weren't getting in the park till 10 11 couldn't drag everyone together us as a family my smaller family we like we like to get in there nice and early and it's just so convenient being on site yeah and it's like you're in the bubble the magic's not leaving you as you leave the park so i certainly we love staying on site on that extra half an hour, getting in earlier really does make a difference. Getting towards that, you know, you can yeah. dash to that big ride that you want to get on. <laughs> That's it. You just can go in straight away. I think you can get two rides in that you probably wouldn't get later in the day. Where's your favourite resort at Disney World? We always, we the third time next uh, next year, I think it'll be third or maybe even fourth day, would be at um, the Riverside, Port Orleans Riverside. Yeah, it's always a popular. It's always a, it's always a favourite amongst us Brits. That one. Yeah, it's it's just I don't know it's the familiarity now, but it's just it's it's quite relaxing. We like the the set out the layout, you know, the old mill, the restaurant that you can just 
go and sit and you can always find a seat and it's good with the bus stops on and that being sort of convenient i think it's one of the is it the first stop on the way and then the swimming pools the activities and i know they've got the other resorts but um, it's just a nice campfire with roasted marshmallows there. It just seems a bit different, I think. A lot of people don't take advantage of the facilities and the activities that they have at the actual Disney resorts when you're staying in. What other stuff do they do there? I know they do the movies under moonlight. We've been at Halloween a couple of times, so the the, the activities are ramped up a little bit. It's good to see um, like the staff members compete in... Um, com- they don't really do pumpkin carving. They do more pumpkin decorating yeah. and really make these crazy you know character pumpkins they do some sort of arty stuff with t-shirts and little bits for the kids and and, and that sort of thing if you just want to relax hit hit the arcade my kids love an arcade and they've got <laughs> some good sort of little photo booths and stuff like that if, it, if you're around the resort there's just so much to do and what other tips have you got as a Disney dad, it's always good to get Disney dad tips. Anything else you've picked up over the over the years? Yeah, take advantage of the resorts, I'd say. If, if you've got young kids and, you, and you, you've got maybe split ages, you can take some of them out around the resort while maybe mum and baby are, are, are in the room or having a nap. You don't have to just have to sit down and watch an iPad and watch telly. It's best to just get out. You're going to have the sunshine. They do what I only refer to as a chuckle-mobile at the... Port Orleans, so we, we get on that. They've got the horse and cart, and um, can even do little fishing trips and things like that. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I take advantage of the of the resorts on those downtimes. The good thing is about that resort as well. You can jump on a boat, and you're so near to Disney Springs, which I think a lot of other resorts it's actually quite difficult if you've not got a car to get to Disney Springs. It always feels like it's just a little bit out of the way. But when you're staying at Port Orleans, it's just a little boat ride away. That's it, and it's it's exciting. The transport, you, I, I feel with the kids, you've got to almost look at the transport as a ride or another element to add excitement to it. It's <clears throat> not boring for them. Oh, come on, guys! You know, today we're on we're on the paddle boat, and you know they're up for it, and it, it, it adds all adds into the excitement. Not even asked you yet what your favourite attraction is. Probably a bit of a bit of a spin on that. It, because we've been to Halloween a couple of times. It's probably just the atmosphere and being at Mickey's not so scary Halloween. Sort of the rides and the atmosphere, and and even getting the sweets and stuff there is great. And you're getting to meet. Well, I mean, I met lots of Hugging Bear, which is amazing for me. <laughs> you're meeting different characters that you might you might not get. Did he smell of strawberries? Because I know the cuddly toy used to get <laughs> in uh, the shops. Used to have a strawberry smell to lots. So did did he smell of strawberries? I don't think he did. Oh. I don't think so. No. You'll have to go back oh, yeah, for a sniff. I know what you mean. You yeah, run yeah. straight up to a lot in the shop and give it a sniff. Oh, that one's going to struggle. And how many yeah. sweets and chocolate and candy did you end up coming back with at the end of one night at the Not So Scary Halloween party? Oh, I mean, I think we've probably still got some on top of the fridge now for <laughs> five years. So many. But at yeah. first you get that little bag and you think, oh, I'm getting a handful, I'm getting another handful, I'm getting another handful. And you start eating those as you're going round. And then towards the end of the night, they see, the handfuls seem to get bigger. And then you've bags full. Yeah. So you chuck all that, you empty your bag into your backpack and then you start again. That's it. And it's just something exciting about American candy. It's, oh, never seen this one. Oh, look at that one. Yeah. You know. I've not asked you about uh, getting outside Disney. Do you tend to just stick to Disney or have you been anywhere else around Orlando or Florida? No, well, one thing I love to do is we get out to the Target and the Walmart. Yeah. Taking the, the enormity of it and, uh, can go down any one aisle wow look at the different potato chips they got for example but 
we, we obviously we go toy hunting. Um, they have such a better range over there. Um, they, I remember we we were there. Bear in mind we were there last October. They had Spider Man into the Spider Verse um, Halloween costumes and stuff. Right. So, you know, you're talking eight nine months before the film comes out. So yeah. we like to look for those little bits, and we just like the the old tacky shops with the stuffed alligators in. Again, those big shops, those big supermarkets, that's like a it's like a theme park in itself, isn't it? Just walking around those. Yeah, I love it. I mean, we, we tend to go there early, stock up for the room, um, get all your, you know, your little knickknacks, your chips and dips and, and stuff that you can come back and have around the room. And certainly with kids, parents will know you need to be armed with yeah. snacks. <laughs> Keep them fed. For days. Yeah. So I'm going to give you your perfect day at Walt Disney World. You've got one day. It's not your only day, but it's your perfect day. What are you doing? Talk me through it. I'm, I'm certainly starting off with the character breakfast. Maybe Ohana. Um, okay. okay. We're going and to then, Stitch. Yeah. The, and then I'm probably into the park, meet some characters, a couple of attractions. Um, and then I'd certainly want to park hop. I think there's nothing better than maybe Epcot around the world. Yeah. And then... Into over to um, maybe even on the Skyliner, just go for a little ride there and back, and then um, over into Magic Kingdom, take that in as the sun sort of starts to go down. A couple more attractions and watch the fireworks. So you're ending with Happily Ever After at Magic Kingdom. That's yeah. the end of your night, and it sounds like quite a chill day. Just taking it in, taking in the atmosphere, a bit of people watching. Yeah, I think sort of we begin to get a formula when we're there. We like to structure it, but loosely, sort of have the bones of what we're going to do, but not make it. We've certainly done it before where we've only got 15 minutes till this. And then after that 15 yeah. minutes, we've got 40 minutes. And after that 45 minutes, and you, you end up clock watching. And so we sort of get the bones of a structure, you know, right, we want to do these eight things today loosely. If we miss an hour, if we're an hour late, an hour early, we'll deal with that and we'll we'll navigate our way through but if we tick off those items you're never going to do it all this yeah stuff that I, that's a good idea you almost want to hold stuff back so you've got the excuse to go again <laughs> exactly can't do everything because then when, when once you've completed it what are you going to do then you go back and start again maybe yeah. maybe great to chat to you got another trip planned yeah so we're, we're booked up for next august never been in august i know the weather could be Severe, but uh, yeah, looking forward to it. We usually do 10 days and this is two weeks, so you really can't wait for that. Yeah, just take it easy. It can be a little bit hot, but uh, well, only a year yeah. to wait. This time next year, you'll be almost there getting those restaurant reservations. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Cheers for chatting to us on the podcast. Lorenzo, have a magical day. No problem, you too. Thanks very much. I'd love to get you on the podcast because I just love talking about Disney World. If you've got some great stories to share, your magical memories, get in touch. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, threads, everything else at Pod Magical is where we are. And do share your trip. If you're going now, if you're on your way to um, Disney World, if you're in the airport, when you get there, tag us in some of your pictures. I'd like to share them. We can live through your stories. I'd love to share them. If you are going to be going, it's going to be hot and humid with those afternoon thunderstorms. Do not be surprised. And we are peak holidays now. UK schools are off. American schools are off. Going to be very busy, although, you know, we've had the reports. It's not been as busy as it's been the last couple of years. Don't expect it to be quiet. 
still going to be pretty busy. Lots going on as well. We now have the Food and Wine Festival over at Epcot with the Eat to the Beat concert series in the America Pavilion. I don't think there's any big names this weekend. I think Tiffany is on next weekend. A couple of weeks to go before Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, but you might start seeing some Halloween decorations popping up here, there and everywhere, and Universal getting ready for their Halloween Horror Nights as well. Over at SeaWorld, they have their Summer Spectacular. Uh, that's kind of like a food and beer festival. They've got a concert series that goes with it as well. If you love your country music, this weekend, Maddie and Tay are going to be performing. Jesse McCarthy also performing. Flock of Seagulls going to be performing at SeaWorld next weekend. And I've got a top tip. For this episode, one of the best things about Disney World is you can just be who you want to be, you can do what you want, and if you're a little one, you can pretend you're a grown-up. You can even get a driving licence. Yes. Have you heard about this? Over at the Tomorrowland Speedway, you can get your own driver's licence. I think last time I looked at this, it was $5, but you get your own little printed driving licence. It's got your picture on it, it's got your name on it, it says the Tomorrowland Speedway driver's licence on it. Your own Magic Kingdom driving licence. You can't actually use it like if you get stopped by police. Go, yeah, I've got my driving licence to go. Is this a Mickey Mouse driving licence? Go, well, yeah, it is. But that's quite a cool thing to do. A unique little save, especially if you've got little ones. Put it in the memory box for years to come and go, oh, do you remember when you got your first driving licence from Disney World? Have a look at that. Any top tips you've got to share, do let me know. We can get them on the podcast. And we'll be back with a brand new episode, a new guest, more top tips in two weeks from today. So hit that subscribe button. If you could give us a five star on Apple Podcasts as well, that'd be great. And until next time, please stand clear of the doors. <laughs>